I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so we are back to talk about the first spring movie, Chasing Waterfalls, starring Cindy Busby and Christopher Russell, where basically she works at a magazine, I think is what it is. Uh-huh. And she just got her big assignment to do a piece on these waterfalls, specifically a secret one only known to the townspeople of whatever. And Christopher Russell comes in. He lives in the town and he guides her to all these waterfalls in the forest. Yep, that that sums it up. That <laughs> <laughs> It's a very lackluster, like, you know. Yeah, and I mean, like, the... I have this for the set. The waterfalls were really pretty and I liked them going to the different places, but it was just like, okay, I guess you see enough of these. It's like the same kind of story over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. I'm glad you started with set because I figured since we don't have a lot to say about this movie, we would just start with the set style storyline and just go through it like that. Okay. (laughs) I think, I think that would make the most sense since we don't have much. But I marked the set as a three. Do you know what you would have marked it? I marked it as, I actually gave it a five because I actually thought it was really pretty and I I, I just liked it a lot. Like aesthetically, I thought it was really pretty. See, I thought the waterfalls were pretty, but I didn't think they were shown to their advantage. It felt very dull to me a lot of the time. So even though I liked the waterfalls, I didn't think they filmed them very well. I did like the last one, though, where she was literally walking down kind of like this hallway of waterfalls where they surrounded her on both sides Yeah, to get to this big one at the end. I thought that was nice. Yeah, that one was really cool looking. I thought that was neat, especially since it felt like she was down kind of in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've been to, um, when I went to Alberta, Canada, we went to, it's called Athabasca Falls. And there are like tons of waterfalls and they run directly through the mountains. And you can see where it's like eroded the mountains mm-hmm. down and stuff. And they were really, really cool. But you were never down in them. You were always looking at them from like above. Hmm. So That sounds really cool. I haven't been to, I feel like I've never been to a real life waterfall, but can that be true? (laughs) I I don't know, know. but if you haven't, we are finding one this summer and we are going. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely need to see one more recently because I really can't recall seeing one of these picturesque waterfalls. And it's sad. Oh, we're going to we're going to find one. I just saw something that was like the best waterfalls in North Carolina. Oh, good. Put it on the bucket list. Yep. I need some summer plans. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'm vaccinated. Uh, yeah. So is that all you have for set? Because that's all I have. Yes, that's all I have for set. Okay. Style is something else that was short for me because I gave it a three because it's pretty average hiking clothing. Yeah. I mean, I thought her clothes were kind of cute. Like she never looked frumpy, specifically the one where she had the tag on. I liked like the Henley tank under the open flannel. Mm, I thought it was cute, but it wasn't anything that was like spectacular. So I also marked it as a three. Yeah. She had like a cute pink jacket she wore. But again, it it was just average stuff, you know? Yeah. I think it's always hard for these outdoor movies to really get much higher than a three because how do you have a great style that's meant to be functional? Right. Unless you have Look Lodge where they have the wedding at the end. 
that yeah <laughs> other clothes you know so then you have like a wedding dress or something yeah. it's different but they didn't have any really big kind of fancy moment i mean they had kind of this singing thing which yeah. i didn't know christopher russell could sing if uh, that was really him I well and Miranda I can't think of what her last name is but she was singing also and I was like is this both of them singing this was one of the comments that I had. I don't know I loved that scene and he it was like all like oh well, I'm okay I'm just fine I'm not very good at it and then he gets up there all cute with his guitar and yeah, sings you know, I'm like is this really both of them is what I wanted to know I that's know. a good question I wonder. And I also thought, speaking of that lady, how she's never a main person. I feel like she should maybe get a shot at it. No, she is always a second one. And I mean, I kind of have like, I don't dislike her, but I don't love her because I knew her initially from Heartland where she is the main character, Amy. She is her dad's girlfriend, like the much younger girlfriend. She's this jockey, kind of has this attitude. You end up learning to like her, but she's not really nice at first. And so that was like, every time I've seen her, this is what I have in my mind. And then on Aurora Tea Gardens, she's not very likable on there either. And yeah. She's in basically all of those. So it's like... <laughs> I feel like all of her characters, her. I know, all of her characters do play this kind of abrasive yeah. person. Or like in Cookie Cutter Christmas, mm -hmm. she's like, I mean, they're both obnoxious in that movie, but she's obnoxious, I feel like, more. Yeah. So it would be a little hard to see her in something different, but give her a shot. You know, she's, she's in enough, enough movies. She should have the chance at least. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And if they put her in more likable roles, maybe we would like her more. This is true. And I'm also thinking like with her, the roles she's played so far, I think she'd be good for the opposite of their normal storyline where it's like the business girl in the city going to the country and learning to relax. I feel like she would make the good business person so she could start in the country and be like i need to break out of this small town and she goes to the city and she like rocks it i feel like that would be uh -huh. good for her yeah get on it hallmark yeah because we can't write that one <laughs> i will say that my other note about this thing was she gets up there and she's like what are we gonna sing honey and i was like oh my god this that's is part so of her thing this is who she always plays, yes. the extra brazen like, secondary love interest who's not really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for her for being up front, I suppose, but she can never take a hint. No, she can't. She definitely couldn't in that movie. It was like, what is your problem? I thought he was pretty clear. And usually it's like the men who can't figure out what's going on like women are not clear enough mm -hmm. like not direct enough and I felt like and can't read the situation I guess she was just trying to hope it would turn into something like maybe if I keep putting myself out here enough times he'll come around yeah but she should have known it was game over when you know Cindy Busby's character showed up right because <laughs> he was acting totally different towards her versus Cindy so poor lady oh well okay storyline I gave it another three me too I did like that they didn't start out disliking each other like they normally have them. I agree. There was there was never any like, oh, I can't like you or I don't like you. You annoy me. They pretty much got along the whole time. And I liked that. And she was very much like you could tell she was interested in him from the beginning. I don't think you could tell as much on him. But she was like when he walked away, she was like, oh, like you, you could tell the like excitement of meeting someone new in her voice. Yeah. I mean, I would be excited to meet Christopher Russell. <laughs> 
I was like, okay. So true. <laughs> so that was a good part. And then there was also the best scene of the movie, which was really just a short clip. But when they were in the water under the waterfall in their bathing suits, and he kind of kissed her really quick and it was sweet. Yeah, that one was really cute. I I really liked that scene a lot. I think that that scene, like for the point that you were in the movie, it was like a good, I haven't wasted all of my time on this movie. <laughs> it kept you watching yes. a little bit more. Yeah. Because yeah. you needed that. This movie was, it wasn't as hard as Fit for a Prince to get through. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Still haven't watched it. Yeah, but it wasn't, not my favorite. And I will say, I think shortly after that she's talking on the phone to her friend and she's like i'm hopelessly falling in love with this guy or something or something and i was like oh we're not we're like i stopped it because i was like how how far are we into this one hour and six minutes oh my goodness and she's like i'm in love with this guy and i'm like oh my goodness now this is moving fast even for hallmark standards I know. And that's kind of ironic because they made a couple of comments about how they didn't know each other for that long or that well. Right. And, and then for her to say that. I will say with that scene that there was one part that was like, really? And this kind of happened a lot of the movie anyway, which was her having her camera in the water. I just felt like that's yeah. a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that wasn't the only ridiculous scene they had with the camera. Well, yeah. And I guess that maybe, I mean, I've never been paid for my photography. If anybody would like to do that, I'm here. But Sweet peach tree. <laughs> photography. But I was thinking, I guess maybe if you're on location and you're shooting waterfalls and your camera falls into the water, your company would buy you a new camera. Right? That's true. Yeah. So maybe that's why she was so not afraid to do it. I am like, I always want to be like in the water, like, because that's where you're going to get the best photos, but I'm not daring enough to really do it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to go for it. I really thought the compass thing was cute that he gave her the compass and then said, oh, because it always points to me because his last name was North. Okay. I liked that scene, but I did not realize his last name was North. Oh, I thought it was cute when he said it always points to, to North, which is me. And I thought that was cute. But I was also like, uh, I don't I mean, I guess that's sweet. But I didn't make that connection. So now knowing that his last name was North makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they said it a couple of times. And this leads into another comment that I had. But the guy at the front desk, he when she was asking who should show her, he said Mark North. Oh, see, and I didn't pay attention to that. So I had on here why specifically I remembered him doing it to about her, but why are you using her first and last name? Is this a thing in romance? Because you'll have to tell me if this is like a thing in like romance novels and stuff like that. Because there I was reading this book not that long ago by this Christian romance author, and she's like, no one could love him like Grace Moore. And I'm like, why? Like, he's not in his mind saying like, grace more he's probably saying grace <laughs> if he's thinking about her right but it was like it's like repeat repeat first and last names and then i thought about this with the movie fit for a prince where he kept saying i don't know what her name was cindy whatever cindy cordella <laughs> <laughs> and you made the link to that being like because it was cinderella and his name being said a couple of times was probably so that that point made more sense which obviously it didn't work <laughs> Yeah, because I didn't pay attention. I but, I didn't even notice that they said their names 
full names a lot. Oh, he said her full name several times. I couldn't even tell you what her name is. I don't know what it was either, but it, the last name started with an A. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess there's a reason they did that. But no, I don't... Like in books, they'll say the first and last name sometimes, but... I think that's still early on to establish that this is who the character is. And then later on, if they meet someone new, they'll introduce themselves full name. But I don't think that's normal for them to be like like the comment you made. Oh, in this book I read, it was like over the top. But I just noticed it. And I was like, why are we doing this? We don't need to know. Like, you don't Maybe she got that. comments when people read through it. And they were like, I forgot this person's name. You might need to mention their name a few more times because I forgot who this is. And then she took it to heart and like Grace Moore, Grace Moore, Grace Moore. I don't to know. really hit home. I she's done it in several of the books, but that was just the latest one. Well, I don't to, know. <laughs> I'll have to tell you. We'll go into more detail on it later. <laughs> and then okay. you can tell me because I, I I wonder if you've read this author before. So side note over. <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm very curious. Uh do you have anything else on the storyline? Um yes. I would like to know how she found that waterfall. She went from never hiking and can't find an easy walk to a waterfall to finding a hidden waterfall that no one can find that he doesn't even think that he could find his way back to all by herself. Okay. I think he was joking when he said, I'm not sure I could find my way back. I think he was kidding because he knew she would want him to show her. And he gave her very specific directions. I don't think most people get the very specific directions because he's like, it's this special rock and then it's 212 degrees this way. And like he gave her the map. And she had to find the special rock and she couldn't find the waterfall that has a trail map and probably blue lines on the trees showing you where to go. That was in the beginning. She learned a lot through all the hiking she did with him. Hmm. Just a very much of a turnaround. Well, they only had an hour and a half, Carrie. (laughs) I'm just saying it was unrealistic. I didn't even think of that. I was just like, of course, she's going to go find this waterfall now. She was determined. I guess so. I thought she was going to quit on the people. I knew the guy. So spoiler alert, guys. The guy she works with goes and figures out a way to find the data of where the where the waterfall is and puts it in the article without anyone else knowing. The editor wanted it there. And then the friend is like, no, 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 no. She promised. And they fight about it for a few minutes. And then the editor changes her mind. And he, trying to impress, I guess goes and puts the longitude and latitude there in the article without anybody knowing. And I just felt like, I was like, I knew he was going to be trouble from the very beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel, I'm surprised she didn't quit immediately either. But I feel like after this hike where she was like, I'm just going to do this. I think it was implied that she's going to quit and start her own gallery there. Well, I agree because she had to go catch a flight, right? Yeah. So she couldn't leave she she missed her flight to go to her next assignment so i imagine she was going to that was an indication that she's quitting yeah which is for the best they weren't very good there okay are we ready i gave it two clovers for the romance in this movie which was lackluster there was not a lot of romance going on there was like the one kiss in the waterfall and it was kind of cute when they were in the canoe on the lake but how did you feel i originally did four because i was thinking springy because it does make you want to go find a waterfall Mm -hmm. right it makes you want to get out in the spring and for someone like me to be want to get out in the spring i like 
want to stay inside, close all the windows, and just hold off until the pollen brigade comes through and and then go back out after it's all rained away. When is that supposed to come anyway? I don't know. Any day now. I'm feeling it. Because <laughs> I want to kind of bring in my outdoor furniture. <laughs> Smart decision. Or at least cover it up with something. Yeah. But if we're doing romance, I would probably lean more towards three, I think, only because I felt like the ones that were really sweet were the kiss. And I agree. I did like the canoeing scene. And I really did like the song that he was singing. I felt like it fit really well. And I liked it. He did. I did have one quote. Oh, Um, really? Actually, I feel like he did have some good one-liners. There were several quotes that I thought were pretty good, but this was the one that really caught my attention. And he said, there's, there isn't a second turn on the merry-go-round. You've got, you've got to know what you want. And when I was looking at something related to this movie, I think on Instagram, he posted something about how he was talking about, this was more about like, somebody who thought they knew where they were going in their career and then deciding they want to do something different and it's not what they want. Mm-hmm. You just kind of got to go after it. And I was like, this is kind of where I am in life. So that, that quote literally too. Resonated. Yeah. Because she w- wants to be a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like super, I mean, she didn't have as much, I mean, she was doing a photography job before. It just was like for a magazine, which was not what she wanted to do. I don't do photography for my day job, but. I didn't think she took the pictures for them. She did like, she said she was good with software and stuff. Oh. Yeah. And then she was like, here's the photographs I've done. And the lady was like, okay, I'll give you a shot. Oh, see, and I got confused because she was talking about like the layouts and stuff like that. And then I just thought she wasn't given the chance. I thought she was only given the chance to shoot people and not shoot. No, I don't think she was allowed to do any of the creative stuff. That's why he was like, other people are doing that. You shouldn't be messing with it. Shows you how much I paid attention in the beginning, huh? Well, it was hard to stay focused in this movie. (laughs) That's why I gave it a nonsense. Yeah, I gave it a nonsense too. But once again, it's number one, at least this week. For now, (laughs) it is definitely going to fall. Next week is Don't Go Breaking My Heart with Italia Ricci and Ryan Pavey. The preview looked interesting. I did not care for her hair. If you're new here, we have issues with Hallmark hair. And we'll get to it (laughs) on our next review. Bye, guys. Bye. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.